Good morning, everybody. We've got a mixed to lower trade in the grain markets here on Tuesday morning. It is 6.30 a.m. Central Time. March corn futures down a quarter cent at 5.90 and three quarters. March soybeans down three and a quarter at 12.91 and a half. March Chicago wheat down one and a half at 7.76 and a quarter. March Kansas City wheat is up three cents at 8.16 and a quarter. March spring wheat is down three and a quarter at 10.16 and a half. If you guys are listening on the podcast, appreciate it. If you're watching on YouTube, hit that subscribe button, hit that like button, leave me a comment, help me to grow this channel. If you need some additional assistance from me, go to my website, standardgrain.com. Click on Grain Marketing Plan. Check out my subscription service, guys. Um, I send out a ton of information to my subscribers every single day. And um, you know, if you're only watching on YouTube, you're missing out on a ton of the content. I do these subscriber-only videos every single day. And uh, yesterday, I did one regarding 2022 corn and soybean bushels. You know, a lot of farmers have cash sales on the books. Maybe they've got margin protection, but they're looking for some additional way to uh, set floors on these uh, 2022 corn and soybean bushels. So yesterday's subscriber-only video addressed that issue. And there is a new video like this every single day where I talk about grain markets, grain marketing. Um, sometimes I'll go off on other topics. I'll talk about the Fed. I'll talk about the stock market. I'll talk about inflation. But uh, these subscriber-only videos are where I can really talk about uh, recommendations, uh, what I'm doing in the market. You know, on YouTube here, I can talk about headlines and I can talk about some topics. But this is where I really get into to strategy and things that are more actionable. So certainly give that deal a shot, guys. I know it's a holiday week and it's slow, but if you're seeking some additional information, you know, that's a month-to-month deal. You can cancel it at any time. Sign up for a month and cancel it if, if you don't like the service. But um, the, the response to this thing the last several years has been overwhelmingly positive. So certainly give that deal a shot. There is uh, some talk, or there's a nice write-up in Bloomberg this morning regarding fertilizer uh, companies and the huge profits that they're going to make this year. So in 2021, um, your, your three big fertilizer companies, CF Industries, Mosaic, and Nutrien, are all going to post some massive gains in in terms of their stock prices. Uh, CF Industries is up 67% year to date. Uh, that'd be the best year since 2009. Mosaic is up 58% year to date. Also would be its best year since 2009. Nutrients up 49%. So you've, we all know the fertilizer situation at at this point in time, and there's nothing wrong with making money. The, uh, the question here, I guess, for a lot of people is uh, this. Is there... Um, any sort of price gouging or collusion going on. And uh, we saw last week, Iowa Senator Chuck Grassley sent a letter to the U.S. Attorney General calling for an investigation into the industry. Uh, we saw another uh, farm group uh, send a similar letter to the Department of Justice, I believe, just 10 days ago or so. So this is um, certainly a concern. And if you look at this thing, this is a cool chart Bloomberg had in their uh, article here today, the S&P 500 versus uh, these three fertilizer companies. And the S&P is having a great year, I mean, up 23% year to date, and we've actually come off the highs. But these companies are just soaring. So um, again, you know, there's nothing wrong with making money. This is uh, the United States after all, or at least some of these American companies. But um, are, are, is there a price gouging? Is there collusion going on? That's that's a, a big question. And I don't know if we'll know the answer to it anytime soon. And it certainly doesn't help you here uh, near term with these fertilizer costs, in my opinion, at least. U.S. farmers may have been overpaid by the government in 2018 and 2019. So when Trump put the uh, MFP deal in place uh, during the trade war, they sent out a total of $23 billion to uh, farmers. And there is a nonpartisan group called the U.S. Government Accountability Office. They estimated that payments to corn farmers in particular were $3 billion too high. 
and that payments to soybean, sorghum, and cotton farmers were too low. Uh, this was their quote. We recommended better reviews and greater transparency in USDA analysis going forward. Uh, the USDA's chief economist did respond. They said this, the role of USDA's office of the chief economist is to provide data-driven analysis. They did that. What happened from that point on was in the hands of President Trump's political appointees. Um, they're not trying to retroactively like take back your money or anything, uh, but maybe if if any of this sort of thing happens again in the future, you'll see it, you'll see it done differently. We know that there was a lot of variables in terms of like how this was handled from state to state or even from county to county. It, it seems like different people got different payments and the, the math didn't add up in a lot of situations. But in any case, it's something that uh, people were talking about here this morning, certainly. A lot of uh, South Brazil and Argentina will be dry through the end of the year. Uh, this morning's GFS model does not offer much relief at all for uh, the drier areas of South Brazil and Argentina. I think this is a big story in the markets right now. I think that the uh, recent strength that we've seen in the soybean market and maybe also in the corn market can somewhat be attributed to this. I think there are a lot of traders who believe that uh, the production estimates for Argentina are coming down. Uh, we've already seen some groups uh, just marginally reduce their uh, production estimates for Brazil. So if this doesn't change and you end up with a really problematic situation in South Brazil and Argentina, uh, that's that's certainly a friendly factor. And uh, Argentina is still very early in the growing season. I mean, they're not even done planting. So it's something to keep an eye on, but no change in that forecast. Still pretty dry looking to me this morning. U.S. soybean shipments continue to run below last year's pace. 1.72 million metric tons of beans inspected for export last week. Uh, we were like two and a half or pretty close to it the same week last year. Accumulated soybean shipments out of the United States for the current marketing year are 23% behind last year's pace. Uh, the window in which U.S. exports uh, stay competitive probably runs through most of January. And by February, the cash market is indicating that Brazil will be more competitive. So we don't have uh, a ton of time left in this export window to play catch up here. I still think that the situation is is kind of problematic overall. U.S. corn and wheat shipments also run below last year's pace. Corn inspections, uh, just over a million. Uh, that's better than 770 a year ago. But accumulated corn inspections for the marketing year are down 12% year over year. We've got plenty of time to play catch up there. Uh, our our window for corn shipments and sales is, is longer. Um, wheat inspections for the week were not great. 212,000. That's down from 392 a year ago. Wheat inspections are 18% below last year's pace. USDA did reduce its projection for uh, wheat exports uh, earlier this month. The cattle market got beat up again yesterday. Not really a great action here as of late. Fat cattle were down. Feeder cattle were uh, down more than a dollar across the board. A little bit of cash activity reported at 135 in Nebraska yesterday, which is, is down sharply from where we were a couple weeks ago. Uh, mixed trade in the boxed beef yesterday. In the outside markets this morning, the U.S. dollar is down just a little bit. The S&P is up uh, 44 points. The Dow's up 300, so a little recovery there. Bonds are off. Precious metals up a little bit. Uh, crude oil's up about a buck, 69.43 in the March WTI contract. Everybody have a great day today. I will talk to you same time tomorrow.